Bingo Bongo Sunday. Yeah. Sunday is a weird day of the week because in a weird way, you're like, yeah, it's great. I got it off. It's still part of the weekend. But Sunday is just not Saturday, is it? Because Sunday is on the verge of all my obligations for Monday. That's the problem with Sunday. Sunday gets Sunday gets the short end of the stick, I think. Sunday is still technically the weekend. But it's because Monday, you know what? I feel bad for Sunday. I actually do, because Sunday is doing its job. Sunday is like, hey, I'm here. I mean, well, so if you're Sunday, what else are you going to offer people? You're saying, hey, I'm here. I'm the day that you you can sleep in. You might even be hungover from Saturday, and I'm here. I'm still part of the weekend. I'm named after the sun. And everyone's like, ugh, Sunday. You ever ask someone to do something on Sunday? <laughs> what are you, a psycho? That is true, though. Like, who does stuff on Sunday? Who has a Sunday commitment? Sunday commitments are only if there was no other day that would work. It's a day of rest. So I feel bad. I do feel bad for Sunday because I feel like Sunday is doing its best. Sunday is saying, hey, I'm still part of the weekend. And the rest of us, you know, we all go, yeah, you are part of the weekend. But I got Monday right after you, dude. And if I was Sunday, I'd be like, hey, I'm not responsible for Monday. Monday is its own thing. And we would all say, yeah, agreed. But dude, Monday is right after you. So I can't even enjoy Sunday because I know right after you, you got Monday. God, that would piss me off. If I was Sunday, that would piss me off. I'm like, I'm offering you a day to sleep in, hang out, and you're still, you're not, you're not going to treat me like a weekend day because of this Monday dude who's next. Damn. That's a short end of the stick right there. But Saturday gets all the respect. Saturday, Friday too. Friday might get more respect than Sunday, even though Friday's not even on the weekend. Because Friday is that day where you're like, it's almost the weekend. Friday, we made it. Yes. I got through hump day, Wednesday. Thursday, I did what I got to do. And now it's Friday. Let's get out of here. So anyway, shout out to Sunday. Today is Sunday uh, when this comes out. And dude, you know what's stressing me out so much? I, I uh, So here's the thing is, I've already accepted that I'm old. That my soul, I have an old soul. And I'm not resisting it. There's things that I like to do now that I never thought I would enjoy. Ever. I remember when I was a kid and your parents would turn on the news. And you'd be like, why are we watching this? Oh my god. The news? We could watch Sticking Around. If you guys remember that uh, cartoon. Recess. That was a great cartoon. There's so many other things we could be doing right now. And we're going to watch the news. And guess guess who? But guess what? Guess who now lives for the news? I live for it. And it's not even new news. That's the weird part to me. Like back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> the news actually came out. It was your only source of knowing what's going on. When they didn't have the internet. So you had to wait for the news. By the time the news comes out now, you've heard it all day. I don't even know how the news survives, to be honest. But I'm in it. I watch the news every day. I love it. I love seeing what's going on because there is stuff on the news. It's like those local stories where you're like, oh, a llama caught on fire today at the mall. And you're like, what? A llama caught on fire? 
I gotta hear about this. And they're like, well, RCMP think it was a isolated incident and they don't think any more llamas were involved or will be affected. And you're like, damn, glad I watched this. I don't know. You know what to me, though, is at least the, the news is, although I think a lot of the news is just a lie. A lot of it is just entertainment. They say whatever, but at least it's something that's not mindless. Like you watch 90 Day Fiance and my brain turns to mush. That's just mindless TV. It's fun. It's good to watch, but I'm like, there's nothing here. It's like I'm snorting sugar. I'm just snorting sugar when I watch that. And it's like, yeah, it's fun. Smells good. Tastes good. But I'm not getting anything out of this. Where's the news? Like I said, at least you get one fun story a day. And then you can tell people. You're like, hey, be careful around llamas. They're catching on fire. And I know because I'm in the know. So, yeah, that's one of the weird things is I actually love watching the news now. Oh, God. I feel like I'm 60. I like watching the news now. And then uh, this week there was a story, and this really stressed me out today. There's a guy, dude, there's a guy that has $260 million worth of Bitcoin. Let me say that again. He has $260 million worth of Bitcoin coins and the guy here's with a twist wait for it he can't get them because he forgot his password what he has 260 million dollars worth of bitcoin and he can't access it because he forgot his like (laughs) password to his wallet I mean, that, oh, dude, how would you ever sleep? First of all, what is Bitcoin that if you forget your password, there's no recovery option? Dude, imagine if you're mobile banking, like if you forgot your password to your mobile banking, they're just like, oh, we get all your money. We get all your money now. Because, yeah, what they're saying with this guy is his wallet or whatever it's called has a password. You get 10 tries at the password being incorrect. And then on the 10th try, if you still get it wrong, it just goes away forever. Now, where it goes, I don't understand that either because there's $260 million worth of value. I don't know where that goes. But the important part is they're saying he's tried eight times and he's got it wrong every time. So he has two more tries. Dude, he has two more tries to unlock this wallet to get the money. And if he gets it wrong... It's just gone. What? Isn't there like a click the link, forgot my password? Is there not like a answer my security questions? Which, by the way, dude, here's the thing that we all do with security questions. Is they're a pain in the ass to set up, right? Pain in the ass. So I I don't know if you guys are like me, like security questions yeah, you just fill them out because you're because you're obligated to, but you don't even pay attention. And the questions are the stupidest thing ever. The questions are like, where's the first store you ever bought an Apple? And you're like, yeah, okay. And then you just put some store as if you're going to remember that, right? What was the first uh, uh, place you stubbed your toe? 
You're like, dude, I don't even know this shit, but you just fill it out. You fill it out going, I'm never going to need this. And then one day when you actually need to answer your security questions, you're like, dude, I don't have a clue. The first hot dog I ate, the brand, I don't know. The middle name of my grade four teacher? The bra size of my great aunt's mailman? Like, (laughs) it's insane. Of course, nobody remembers any of that shit. So, security questions need to go. Um, And that was actually the reason that I was on hold this week for two hours with CRA. was because I had all these bunk security questions. Then I'm like, dude, I'm glad I can't even hack my own account. Shout out to that security. I can't even hack my own account. Because they're asking me crazy stuff. They're like, what's the, 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 the type of bird you first petted? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let me think of the first bird I ever pet. It's zero. I've never pet a bird. Who would pet a bird? And the CRA is telling me, the government is looking at me going, what bird did you pet? And if you tell me, I'll let you into your money. What? So this guy has that much money. What did we say? 200 something million dollars worth of Bitcoins just tied up somewhere and he can't get in. And you watch the interview and he's like, he's not pretending that he has a chance. He's like, dude, I don't know. He's like, I made a password that I wanted to be super secure, very smart, but now he doesn't remember it. And you know what? Part of me feels really bad for him because these passwords now that you have to set, it's like there you never make these. It's never enough. It's never enough for these password things. You you try to put a password in, and what do you get back? An error message. Oh, it has to include three wingdings and four characters and two two lowercase, two uppercase. And four special characters. And you're like, dude, I, if I fulfill this criteria for what you're telling me I need to do, I there's no way I'm going to remember this shit. What are you talking about? So you end up putting like, you know, you start your password, right? You want to just do something simple. You want to do it like uh, uh, apricot, right? You put apricot as your password. And by the way, apricot, if somebody was trying to get into your banking or trying to get in, into your email and somehow, somehow they guessed apricot, then they deserve the money. They deserve your identity, everything. Because what are the odds? Apricot. I mean, what even is an apricot? I don't know. I've only eaten out. I've eaten out. Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, I've only eaten the dried out ones. That's what I'm trying to say. That got a little R-rated there for (laughs) Apricot. So what do you do? You type in apricot. And then whatever the service is, it says, hey, that's not complicated enough. And by the way, I understand if it's like, you know, like I said, your taxes or if it's like online banking or this is super sensitive information. And if someone gets in, that's bad news. But some of these websites, it's like, dude, you're registering for like some like a run. I registered today for a run. And I had to make a password on this like race account. 
And it had the same protocols where it's like, you got to have three lower cases, five upper cases, two special characters. And I'm like, really? People are going around hacking people's running accounts? Is that what's going on? To what? And then you do what with that? So it's never good enough. You put an apricot and then pretty soon they're like, well, you got to add this, this, this. So you go, okay, I'm going to do uppercase A, pricot. So it's uppercase A, pricot, and I'll even throw in a three. How about that? It makes no sense to me. I don't even know what a three apricot would be. I'm going to do uppercase A, pricot, three. Type that in. And what do you get back? Boom, error message. Too easy. You got to add in a special character. So then you add in uppercase A, pricot, Three. And you know what? How about a dollar sign? Whatever. A dollar sign. There you go. Boom. Try that one. Nope. Not long enough. And now you're like, not long enough. Hey, man. Again, if somebody's trying to hack an account and they guess uppercase A, pricot, three, money sign, and they still, and they get in, what are the odds they would guess that? Not good enough. So now you got to make it longer. So now you're literally just doing what, and you're so fed up, you just do, I'm going to do whatever this needs so I can just get to the next stage. So you do apricot, capital A, pricot, pear bottom, capital A, pricot, pear bottom, 1616, dollar sign, at sign, hashtag, 19456892, dot, 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 Hashtag, 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 dollar sign, backslash, enter. Boom. Success. Your password works. Boom. And you're excited. You get your account. You're signed up. That's good. And then you immediately realize, I don't remember any of the shit I just typed. (laughs) Because I did that just to check off the boxes with this stuff. So, anyway, it's a pain. And that's why I feel bad for this guy because I'm sure he was in the same situation. It's $250. 60 million dollars of bitcoin is that what it was was it 260 220 220 million dollars of bitcoins no no this says 321 million oh yeah because that's the canadian equivalent dude oh my god he has 321 million canadian dollars of bitcoins and he lost his password how can no one get into this He's a happy guy, too. He just says he's moved on. Dude. I mean, I don't care how rich you are. Even if you were a billionaire, $320 million is so much money. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, and he can't figure it out. He doesn't know. Write those passwords down, man. Write those passwords down. Don't do one, two, three, four, but write it down somewhere. God, this guy must just stay up all night going like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I hope maybe he's rich now and maybe he's good to go. But like I said, even if he's been able to make a billion since then, that's so much money. And where does it go? If he can't get it, where does it go? I don't know. Hopefully for the whales, hopefully towards the whales, you know, you know, we're getting into that, that time frame though, where. You have to have so many different passwords for all this shit that, yeah, who remembers all that stuff? I mean, either you do the same password for everything and then you're screwed 
if someone even finds out one, they get in. Or you do a bunch of different ones. And you got to try to remember that shit. You got to have a beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. To remember all these things. So, I don't know. What do you what do you even do at this point? I hope they start scanning our eyes. They're already doing, uh, right? Like you do face technology. Scan my eye. Then I don't have to remember anything. Oh, but then you know what? People are going to cut out your eye. Fuck. I didn't even think about that. I'm surprised they're not even cutting off faces right now. Face ID is so big, right? <laughs> That's morbid. I'm sorry. I'm just stressed about this guy. He's got 320 million. What would you do if you had $321 million? It's incomprehensible how much money that even is. You could buy dolphins. You could buy um, pretty much any animal, I think. You could even buy a small satellite. You could go to space. Ugh. But who knows, man? I mean, even what is Bitcoin? What are you? These cryptocurrencies. You ever have someone try to explain it to you? It gets so complicated so quick. I don't think anyone understands it. Right? You're like, what is Bitcoin? They go like, it's a virtual currency. You're like, okay, I get that. Like, but what is it though? And they're like, well, it's based on blockchain. And you go, what is blockchain? (laughs) Dude. And then it's just like, I have no idea. People just go, it's too complicated to understand or explain. Blockchain, what are you? You ever have someone try to explain that shit to you? You're okay for like the first minute and then you're like, I don't know what's going on anymore. People are like solving a puzzle, putting in a code. Come on, man. Whatever happened to good old just trading horses and cows? <laughs> I kind of I kind of envy that. Back in the day, you would just go into like a store you want some milk? You want a carton of milk? What is that? Two chickens? Here's two chickens. Everyone gets it. It's simple dimple. But now we got these blockchains, these kids. God, I feel old this podcast. I feel old. I'm talking about these kids with their virtual currencies and their blockchains. They're TikToking. I'm just an old man at this point. That's why I listen to the record player. Makes me feel young again, you know? But that's it, man. Today's going to be a shorter episode. Because it's Sunday. You got stuff to do. Sunday fun day. What are you guys doing today? You going to get out there? You going to go buy some Bitcoin? You going to mine some Bitcoins? You going to go for brunch? That's fun. That's a fun thing to do on Sundays. Get a little brunch in you. Sit at home because everything's still locked down. I don't know. Maybe go sledding. Go ski around the city. I've seen people cross-country skiing. Like around the city because there's so much snow right now. That's a weird one. That's a weird one that skiing is meant for downhill. But then there was enough people who were like, you know what? <laughs> I can do this flat. <laughs> that is hilarious. Like skiing is downhill. But you know, there was someone who's like, I'll just do it flat. And that was the person who didn't want to ski. They said, I just want to stay at the lodge. I'll tell my friends I'm going to do it flat. They left and they're like, oh, this actually works. That's me. That would be me because I don't want to go up the hill. That person is like me. Wow. Interesting, man. People are cross-country skiing. By the way, I did see a guy. There's a guy in uh, Calgary who is, if, you, if you're if you ever near downtown, there's a guy that is known as the soccer dude. He runs around downtown kicking a soccer ball. And this is what I'd like to end on because this is a glimmer of hope for all of us. Um... And he was always my kind of canary in a coal mine. 
Because I thought that that guy runs around outside kicking a soccer ball. And I thought we will know things are getting closer to back to normal when I see that gentleman again. And sure enough, two days ago, I'm coming back from my run and I look and I see I see the soccer ball dude. He runs up the sidewalk dribbling a soccer ball. He's playing a team that isn't even there. Because you know what? He's playing against himself. And that's what life is all about. And so that's a good omen. That's a good sign that we might be getting back to normal here. I mean, if soccer ball dude is back out there running around on the sidewalk, dribbling a soccer ball with no no cares, no worries, what can't you do? That guy's dribbling a soccer ball in broad daylight for no reason. Everyone thinks it's ridiculous, but he's doing it. So you do the thing that you think is ridiculous. I don't know. That's our inspirational message for today. Find your soccer ball. That's what it is. You know what? Find your soccer ball and dribble it. Amazing. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.